Hello everyone and welcome to Cinema Chat. This is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. And today we have a very good show, I think, coming up uh, about Bogey and Bacall. Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Bogey and Bacall had a love affair and marriage that was so legendary that uh, Bertie Higgins sang a pop song in, in 1982 uh, about about them and and about one of their movies called Key Largo. By the way, Bogey saying, here's looking at you, kid, was said to Ingrid Bergman in, in Casablanca uh, before he even met Lauren Bacall. That was done in 1942. Casablanca is often mentioned as one of the five best movies of all time. That's another podcast, though. 44-year-old Humphrey Bogart met 19-year-old Lauren Bacall on the set of To Have and To Have Not um, in 1943. To Have and Have Not was written by Howard Hawks. Or, excuse me, it was, it was written by Ernest Hemingway and was directed by Howard Hawks, the movie. And Bogey played a fisherman that's, uh, that owns a boat called the Queen Conch. And like in many of his movies uh, throughout the years, he plays a, a guy out for himself, but ultimately has the heart of a hero. With the help of Lauren Bacall, who he, who he calls Slim in the movie, um, they assist French resistance members, um, said in 19... 19- <clears throat> Excuse me. It's um, it's said during the nineteen er, in the during the uh, during the World War Two uh, when France was ruled by Germany and by the Nazis. Um, the movie co co stars the the feisty Walter Brennan um, and also a very young Dolores Moran. Dolores Moran would be become somewhat of a forgotten legend. She was in a lot of movies, uh, but she's she was a co-star um, in To Have and To Have Not at, at the young age of 18. And um, the best line, though, in the movie, I think, um, is when Bogey is holding a gun at these two, uh, let's call them gentlemen and be nice, and he says, uh, um, you're, you're, you're both going to take a beating until one of you use that, use that phone. That means one of you is going to take a beating for nothing, and I don't care which one it is. He was a tough guy. The movie trailer showed our two stars, and then it also showed the tagline, the only kind of woman for his kind of man. Lauren McCall was 19. I remember Bogey was 44. But looked like a veteran on the screen, Lauren Bacall did. She she kisses Bogey in one, one scene, and he says, What'd you do that for? Bacall responds, Been wondering whether I'd like it. And he says, What's the decision? She says, I don't know yet. They kiss again, and then Bacall says, It's even better when you help. The movie got fabulous reviews and scores uh, 97% on the Rotten Tomatoes website. Um, during, um, during and after that movie's filming, uh, 
Bogey McCall started a thunderous affair that included um, Bogart divorcing his third wife. Bogart and his wife did some USO tours in 1943 and 1944, but she was a terrible drunk um, and even tried to stab Humphrey Bogart in, in one moment. Um, Bogart did, by all accounts, did everything he could to try to save his marriage. Um, he he ended his affair uh, with Lauren Bacall and, and stopped contacting her and... And Mayo Metho, his wife, just would not stop. And so uh, eventually, soon after that knife-wielding incident, um, Mayo Metho ended up filing for divorce, um, and it was granted an hour after she filed. Um, she After Bogart had left the, the residence, she had finally given up. And... Uh, yeah, she she had uh, some emotional and mental mental issues. Um, meanwhile, uh, Boogie and Bacall ended up starting starring in another movie together in The Big Sleep, nineteen forty six. It was again directed by Howard Hawks. This film noir had Boogie playing the famous Philip Marlowe character, and if you're unfamiliar with the term film noir. Um, it it basically means that the movie is dark and with some dark characters, and oftentimes um, there were characters that you know even though there may be a protagonist like a typical um, typical storyline, um, it's not somebody that that you particularly adore, and so usually the characters can be kind of dark, and um, the protagonist is often kind of a kind of a bad guy, but. We still root for him, you know, kind of, but anyway, it's a dark movie, of those um, film noirs. Uh, but The Big Sleep had to be cut quite a bit to fit the Hayes Code. And um, the Hayes Code is something we'll probably mention in a few more podcasts, but the Hayes Code was a code uh, that would basically, well, would essentially put a cap on on sex and violence and so if there was a murder committed on the screen by someone, um, a price had to be paid on the screen as well. Um, so it was very rare that you would see, you know, somebody, um, you know, it's like the, the Jimmy Cagney movies when you, when you see him die in the end. It's because he was a murderer. And so he had to be, he had to go to jail or he had to be, or had to go to, he had to, you know, die and, and to pay for his crimes. And uh, the Hayes Code tried to try to limit the amount of sex or violence that would be in a in a movie, uh, but the Big Sleep had to be cut quite a bit to to fit that code, and um, and the the film is it, by those those the, by yesterday's standards um, was looked at as a little too suggestive, and. Um, uh, but the film is looked at a lot more fondly today than it was 72 years ago. Um, the The list of actors that have played the same character, Philip Marlowe, that Bogey played in, in The Big Sleep are uh, George Montgomery, James Garner, Elliot Gould, Powers Booth, James Caan, Danny Glover. Um, the list is longer than that, but uh, it includes radio, TV, 
cable TV and Hollywood features. Um, and of course, Humphrey Bogart plays <laughs> plays him as well in 1946. Uh, the Big Sleep was added to the National Film Registry in 1997. Um, Bogey and Bacall then starred in the movie Dark Passage in 1947. And this is an interesting movie. Uh, Bogey plays a, a man escaping San Quentin. He was wrongfully accused of murdering his wife. Um, Lauren Bacall plays Irene, who attempts to help him. And in the, in the movie... Bogey changes his face with plastic surgery. So, a very interesting movie. Um, then comes my favorite uh, Bogey Bacall movie. Uh, it's uh, Key Largo. And Key Largo would also star absolute legendary actors. Um, Lionel Barrymore uh, plays a, a very proud but, but also handicapped uh, hotel owner. He's in a wheelchair. And Edward G. Robinson plays a uh, ruthless gangster named Johnny Rocco. Claire Trevor, uh, <laughs> if that's if that's not enough for you, Claire Trevor won Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for her role as Johnny Rocco's lush of a girlfriend. Ta and the the movie itself, uh, w the setting of course is in Key Largo, Florida, um, in the summertime, and uh, because. Um, Key Largo wasn't the same in the 40s as it is today. Um, I'm talking about air conditioning everywhere. Um, they, um, the, the hotel that, you know, the Key Largo wasn't a real busy hop in town in the summertime. People like to go there in the winter when it was, when it was, um, um, you know, cooler and more moderate. Uh, but in any case, um, there's only a few guests in the hotel. And you've got um, Humphrey Bogart, who plays Major Frank McLeod. Um, and uh, you've got um, a bunch of gangsters, or several of them. And uh, basically, you got Johnny Rocco and his goons. And Bogey, who's really is actually kind of just passing by. Um, but Bogey tries to play dumb through the movie. He tries to... Um, act as if he doesn't know know it, but unfortunately, uh, the uh, the owners of the hotel um, are being are being held against their will, and Johnny Rocco is is pretty much just uh, running the hotel himself, and through his strength and muscle and through his goons. And uh, Lionel Barrymore plays the the owner of the hotel, and he um, he again plays somebody that is proud and and tries to fight back. Mostly just fights back with words, and um, does an honorable and, and admirable job. And you get the feeling that he's a great man, but unfortunately he can he cannot do anything to to get out of the hostage situation that he's in. And Lauren Bacall plays his daughter-in-law, who's who's now widowed. Um, so, um, uh, so Lionel Barrymore's son is dead. Um, but um, the movie was directed by John Huston, and it was released in 1948. In my opinion, Key Largo is a truly great film that uh, moves deliberately in order to have a fabulous finish, which I won't tell. The acting in this movie in my opinion, is the best of any movie I've ever seen. 
and other people may may disagree. Uh, that's okay, but I think Key Largo is it has the best acting, and that I have seen, and I I think it's certainly the best collect collection of actors I've seen, and and Edward G. Robinson play of course played J- Johnny Rocco, and um, I could go on and on about how I feel his um, his his talent as an actor is often disregarded, but. Um, you know, he wasn't the handsomest fellow in the world, but he definitely, uh, definitely was an excellent actor. And um, okay, but this uh, podcast isn't about Key Largo per se. So back to Bogey and Bacall. Uh, let's rewind to Bogart's marriage to Mayo Metho. Again, this is his third wife. Um, and after, again, after the ninth attempt and, um, and getting back together several times and splitting up several times, the two finally divorced in 1945. And as far as um, what, you know, what was it with Lauren Bacall and, and Humphrey Bogart? I believe that Lauren Bacall was a challenge to, to Bogey. And, and that, was the, that was the attraction. The 25-year age, age difference... Um, um, was it was a challenge, but but it but it wasn't it wasn't as much as big as her being able to penetrate that bogey mystique. Uh, Bo- Humphrey Bogart was just a just a cool character, and you know let me put it this way: um, Joy Barlow, um, a dancer, a, a professional dancer, and she was in multiple films of theirs. Um, she said that um, Bogey got. A little more giggly because of Lauren McCall, in her words. Um, I think Lauren McCall was wiser and more mature beyond her years. Um, Bogey would go on to marry McCall, and the and the couple were happy. They had two kids together, and uh, Lauren McCall opted to stay at home in the in the their white brick mansion and take care of home and the kids. Um, uh, however, she did conveniently appear in, uh, I believe, nine films during her marriage, um, and and she but she maintained a very easy schedule, and um, always being in always the films in Hollywood. Bogey did a lot of films uh, on location, um, and uh, Lauren McCall did nine films, I believe, um, in Hollywood. And where it was easy for her to maintain that schedule and stay at home, and she often would travel with Bogey uh, during their marriage when he was on location too. Um, really, their life was perfect. Then the news about cancer comes. Bogey had a can- cancer of the esophagus. Um, in Lauren Bacall's autobiography, she recalls. Um, bogey coughing a lot. Um, she chalked it up to his bad smoking habit. Um, he was reluctant to seek any help medically and um, eventually it was determined that he had cancer and in a really bad way. Um, he didn't die of cancer of the esophagus, though. He died of throat cancer. Bogey's last words. For, for, forgive the bad impression. I should have never switched from scotch to martinis. That's a terrible impression, I'm aware. 
But it's a funny line, nonetheless. Uh, you know, lighthearted. Humphrey Bogart died on 9, January 14, 1957, at the age of 58. Many best of all time lists have Humphrey Bogart listed as the number one. <clears throat> and so, another interesting fact about about Humphrey Bogart is he was original. He was an original um, Rat Pack member, uh, the Frank Sinatra Rat Pack. Um, he was um, drinking with Frank Sinatra, David Niven, Judy Garland, Sid Loved, um, and Andy Dickinson. And Lauren Bacall comes in the room and says, You look like a rat pack. And the saying stuck with Sinatra for the rest of his life. That happened in 1955. Lauren Bacall was uh, now widowed at the young age of 32. She married Jason Robards, who very curiously looks and sounds like Bogey. You know, but she had an, another son with him, but uh, but was by most accounts, uh, uh, well, probably by every account, a terrible choice for Lauren Bacall. Um, Jason Robards uh, ignored her for the most part. Um, including forgetting about things like birthdays and holiday or birthdays and anniversaries, um, and he came home often after long drunken binges, and uh, they they divorced in 1969. Thankfully, Jason Robards cleaned up his act, um, but um, it was too late to save their eight-year marriage. Lauren Bacall would never remarry. She made by my personal count. 98 stage, screen, and television appearances, including some animated movies and, and shows. Strangely, her last credit of all things was Family Guy in 2014, right before her, her death at age 89. She worked all the way to the end. Um, Lauren McCall's legacy is not just her marriage to Humphrey Bogart, though. She also appeared in... in films at a very young age and was able to pull off that mature and, and, and cool look. Um, her, her roles are, were, were vulnerable, but she always played someone strong nonetheless. She always had a plan. And at a time when Marilyn Monroe and Rita Hayworth were ruling the screen, Lauren Bacall offered an alternative, a different twist as a leading lady. She was tough. Lauren Bacall was a challenge. The four movies that Bogey and Bacall made, we, we still have. Their 12-year marriage was short, but at the same time, some may view it as everlasting. I feel that if Bogey would have made it to 114 years old, they would have still been married. Well, that's my podcast about Bogey and McCall. I, I sure hope you are enjoying it. And I hope you've enjoyed all the other podcasts uh, that have come up until now. And um, just to let you know, there there is a little bit of a, a pattern that, that uh, I'm following. I'm trying to stay 
go decade by decade uh, through the popular movies and through the popular film actors of that time and and um, trying to find relevant uh, topics from each decade. And so if you're wondering um, why 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 does it why does it seem to be there? It, well, it's a pattern. I'm going from the 20s all the way up until today, and then I'm going back to the 20s again. Um, this was a podcast about the, the the 40s. And anyway, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is Cinema Chat, and this is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. Thanks for listening.